Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I know you might feel like you need some sort of absurdly dark origin story to justify the intensity of the pain that you feel, especially when you start to get a sense of the types of things that other people have been through. The more you learn about the world and how traumatic things can be, often the more you end up thinking, what on earth is wrong with me? What reason do I have to struggle to the extent that I have struggled knowing that there are an incalculable number of people out there who have it so much worse than me? How dare I hurt this much and struggle this much when I've objectively had a better setup and a better life than so many other people? My name is Dr. Scott. I'm a licensed clinical psychologist. I am the founder and director of the North Star Psychological Center, which is a treatment center in Eastern Iowa that specializes in moderate to severe anxiety. I'm the author of the book, For When Everything is Burning, and I am somebody who has asked the exact same question that I just gave in my intro to myself more times than I can count. In fact, although I am not proud of this fact, there was once a time in my life when I fabricated certain events that never actually happened to me because I felt like I needed to have experienced events like that in order to feel the way that I feel. I felt like no one would understand how I feel or believe how I felt. I felt like no one would take my pain or my struggles seriously unless I had been through some certain amount of horrible trauma in my life that would make those feelings make sense. So since I could not reconcile this difference between how I felt and what my life had actually been like, I changed my own story. And I told people things that weren't true so that my demeanor and my functioning would make more sense to them. I don't know that that was the right thing to do, but it was the only thing that made sense to me at the time. As I have greater understanding and awareness of how the human mind works, I realize that there can be such a divide in either direction between what a person's life is like and how that person actually feels. It's not just a one-to-one, -one, you know, your life is this good or this bad, you feel this good or this bad. There are so many individual internal variables that sit in between that input and that output that can dramatically change what life is like for somebody. That being said, the main thing I want to talk about today, and just so you know, 
This isn't going to be a super uplifting episode. You've probably guessed that by the title. And unless this is your first time listening to me, maybe you weren't expecting that anyway. I promise I have something for you at the end that I do think will help. But we're going to get into it a little bit today, maybe even a little bit more than we typically do. Because the reason I think it can make perfect sense for people to experience unbelievably intense despair and suffering, even if they've had a pretty normal or average life, is that I think a normal or an average life can still be traumatic. Now, I don't mean that in the PTSD way, because there's a group of people out there who believe that every mental health condition is actually just a manifestation of trauma and PTSD, and that actually everyone has PTSD. I don't, I'm not on board with that. I, I think that's really invalidating to people who have experienced PTSD type trauma. But my whole point is you don't have to have experienced PTSD level trauma to have had a life that warrants pain and suffering because the basic rules and the core premises, plural of premise, please fill in the blanks. I can't do it right now are, are awful. And I started to realize that really young and I didn't know how to express it. And I think that's where so much of this came from for me. I, I remember, I think I was six, maybe like this, maybe this is late to have this kind of revelation, but I remember being six years old and realizing my parents could die. And up until that point, I think I had been kind of functioning under the assumption that they were immortal. Uh, obviously that sounds ridiculous. And maybe I didn't like truly believe that, but it, I don't think it actually occurred to me like, not only can they die, but they will. They will die. And not only can they die, also I can die. Now, if that revelation had hit me in adolescence, I probably would have been like, oh no, not that. But as a six-year-old, I very much did not want that to happen. Everybody we love will die. Most of them will probably die before us, and we will have to grieve every single one of them. And if we die before them, then they have to grieve us. And that doesn't feel great either. I'm a parent now. And I realize people could hurt my children. What's even more disturbing? This is a weird one, but I realize I could hurt my children. I'm not going to. But there's nothing actually stopping me from, from doing that. In fact, there's really nothing stopping any massive tragedy from completely upending your entire life at any given moment, other than basically assuming other people will follow the rules and, and, and they won't. I remember that's how my dad tried to talk me down. I was six years old, sobbing in bed one night, couldn't fall asleep. And he's like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And I said, I'm afraid someone's going to break into our house and murder all of us. And he said, well, they won't. That's against the law. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not saying this to throw my dad under the bus. I don't know what I would have said to me at age six. But I remember being like, that's it. That's what's stopping everything I love from disappearing overnight is the belief that other people are going to follow the rules. Because even at age six, going to public school, I'm like, well, I know that doesn't happen. I know the other kids don't follow the rules a lot of time. And you know what? Sometimes neither do the teachers. The core premise of this life we live is full of trauma and death and tragedy. Now, 
that's not all it is. There are wonderful things in life as well. I'm not trying to be, I'm trying really hard right now to not be too pessimistic. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But life is pretty messed up if you really let yourself think about it. And honestly, I kind of believe that we should, not because I want us to dwell on those things excessively, because that can be very unhelpful, but because if you don't acknowledge the basic framework that we all exist within and how fragile it is and how immense potential for unbelievable emotional pain potentially lurks around every corner. If you don't acknowledge that, then you're just going to feel like you're crazy because you're going to look at your life as it is right now. And you're going to think like, well, it, but it's, you know, it's all right at this exact moment. So why am I such a mess? Because there's no guarantees. At least that's, that's my theory. Like this is, I'm really just talking about me right now. So this is going to be one of those episodes where it's like, if this lands for you, cool. If not, no hard feelings. I understand. It might just mean that I'm a little bit weird and that would not surprise me even a little bit, but I've been thinking these thoughts my whole life and no one's ever been able to make them make sense to me. So if me saying them out loud validates and helps someone else make sense of their own, that's what I'm going for because ultimately we're completely at the mercy of the world in order to keep basically all the things we love and care about. And the world is a mix of other people and random chance. And I don't find either of those to be terribly reassuring. I, I, I wish there was actually some invisible force that would just stop these things from happening. Like kind of like in a video game where if you try to like, um, like attack a, a helpful character or something, your game will just stop and this little message will pop up and it'll be like, you don't, you don't really want to do that. This person's on your side. I wish we had that in the world, especially with children. I look at my children and I think, you know, they're not, they're not going to experience abuse growing up. But then I remember, but other kids do. That's real. That happens. That's out there. And, and we're just supposed to be going about our lives like everything's fine. And it's, it's not. And I feel like pretending that everything's good and everything's fine and that we're all safe is, it feels like a delusion to me. And that is important for me to acknowledge to myself because it helps me understand why I constantly have this like underground river of pain running through my mind at any given time. Now, a lot of the time it's far enough in the back that I can still, you know, function and, and be okay, but it's always there. And I've always thought I need to have an explanation for this feeling. I need to have something that makes sense. I need to, I need to be able to provide a reason or a justification for why I just can't function sometimes or why just everything hurts sometimes. And I realize I've had one all along. And I just didn't know what it was. And the justification is that we live in a broken system. 
we're all trying to navigate a fallen world. And it's a hard thing to do. It's a hard, hard thing to do, especially as children. We spend all of our lives growing up at the mercy of other people, right? First, it's our parents. And your parents may or may not have been great. But even if your parents were great, at some point, they had to hand you off to someone else. And that person may or may not have been great. And that's just the system. We're at the mercy of other people, hoping that they do the right thing, knowing that physically or mentally, they could abuse us and hurt us tremendously at any given time if they choose not to follow the rules. And the only thing preventing that from happening is like the consequences if they get caught. It's a scary, scary thing. So if you're feeling the way that I feel, if if the things that I'm saying make sense to you today, I obviously don't have an answer to this. This is a systemic problem that is so far beyond me. I can't even conceptualize the scope of what I'm talking about fully today. But here's something I do want you to do. I want you to try to validate yourself. And if you don't know what that means, let me explain that. Validating yourself basically just means that you say, it actually makes sense that I feel this way. Because it does. It absolutely does. Even if you've had, like, I'm, I'm good. I'm going to use me as, as an example. I am not trying to act like I've had the hardest life in the world. Is that sure? My, my life certainly hasn't been perfect. But I'm not about to try to claim the title of, like, most adversity faced by a human. I'm probably not... I'm not even in the top 10%, I'm sure. I, I have no idea where I fall. But my life in many ways has been great. Like I was born into a loving, intact family. I have not faced food insecurity. There's a lot of things I have to be grateful for. But just the amount of pain that I feel about the basic truths of existence is overwhelming sometimes, even when my day is going fine. And I have learned that I have to validate that for myself, meaning I have to remind myself of some of the things I just said to you. I have to remind myself, nothing has to have gone horribly wrong today for me to be hurting because things are messed up. And I don't just mean right now. I know things probably seem extra messed up right now, but they've never been great. I mean, we've, we've always been able to kill each other for no good reason whatsoever. That's That's just built into this world. So those are the things I try to remind myself of when the pain gets almost unbearable. Because what I have learned, if you don't validate yourself, you're going to end up invalidating yourself instead. And most of us are masters of this particular skill. Self-invalidation is basically when we tell ourselves, you don't have a good reason to feel this way. We try to make the pain go away basically by telling ourselves that it is wrong that we feel the pain in the first place, rather than by trying to understand the pain. You know, such an XYZ person has had so much worse of a life than me. You know, where do I get off feeling this way? I have no excuse to struggle. I have no valid reason to have this emotion inside of me right now, this darkness, this pain. My life has been all right. My life has even been really good at, at, at parts. So I just need to get over it. I just need to stop feeling this way because there was no reason for me to start feeling it in the first place. Those are examples of invalidation. Those are the types of things that other people say to us because they don't want to deal with our feelings. 
because they don't have the time, they don't have the skills, maybe they don't have the compassion or the empathy, but they just want the outward expression of our feelings to go away and leave their environment. That's why people invalidate us. So if you've heard messages like that from other people, unless they were very misguided, they weren't actually trying to help you. They were just trying to get you to shut up. Honestly, that's what it was because they didn't want to deal with the way that your pain made them feel. And so they're encouraging you to just shut it down, just hide it, just pretend that it's not there. It doesn't work. And when you start doing it to yourself, when you start to internalize the invalidation that you have faced from other people, think about that for a second. The reason other people invalidated you is to try to squash the outward expression of your emotions so they could feel better about their day. Even if you squash the outward expression of your emotion to yourself, it's still in there. You still know it. I mean, be real. Be honest with yourself. When you say inside, when you think in your mind, I have no reason to feel this way. I'm being ridiculous. I'm being too sensitive. I'm overreacting. Does the feeling go away? Does it? Do you actually like, oh, <laughs> I am free. I'm free of that feeling now because I realized it was dumb and didn't make sense. Does, has that ever happened to you? Because it sure hasn't happened to me. And if that hasn't happened to you, what that means is invalidation doesn't work. It doesn't do anything beneficial. Invalidation keeps the pain trapped inside of you. That's not where you want it. The pain deserves to be felt. The pain wants to be free. And the only way that can happen is if it is experienced and expressed, just like we talked about with grief a little while ago. Big feelings don't go away just because some amount of time has passed. Little feelings do. I'm not saying you have to express everything. Like someone cuts you off in traffic. You don't have to go home and write a journal entry about that. You can. I'm not saying you shouldn't. But like... You will move on from that. You will forget about things like that eventually. But these deeper hurts, like grief and trauma, they don't just, oh, it's been some amount of time. I'm all better. I ignored it for long enough that it healed itself. No, that doesn't happen. It doesn't work that way. Your feelings are real. Every single one of them. They weren't ridiculous. Even if you know things now that changed the way you feel about things in your past, that doesn't mean those feelings were wrong when you had them. Especially if we're talking about stuff when you were a kid. A child's brain is not fully formed. They don't have emotion regulation. They don't have critical thinking. They don't have the ability to talk themselves down from big feelings like some of the ones I expressed. Your feelings are real and your feelings matter. And even if you don't feel like you can tie them to some specific experience in your life and say, here's why it makes sense that I feel this way, it's life. Life is messed up sometimes. A normal life is hard. You don't have to have had an especially hard life to deserve the right to struggle and feel immense pain. Because I think most of us do. And this might be contentious, but I think maybe those of us that don't might just be a little bit out of touch with the world. So if you're trying to practice self-validation, 
if it's really, really hard at first, just use this video. Use You can use my voice. If you can't get yourself to say it or you can't get yourself to hear it as you, as a starting point, just download a little tape of me into your brain. Dr. Scott says, my feelings make sense. Dr. Scott says, the world is really messed up. And so it's okay that I feel this way, even if I've had an average or even above average life. You can use... I'll, I'll, I'm probably a voice in a lot of people's heads. I don't want to think about it because it's weird, but I, I probably am. You can use my voice if you want, but I don't want that to be your forever solution because at some point I want you to take over that job because you know you way better than I do. And ultimately it's going to mean more coming from you than it is coming from me. Because for most of you, I'm just a stranger on the internet. I don't actually know your life. I can say it makes sense that you feel that way given your life, but, but I don't know what your life has been. So the only person who really knows is you. And that's why ultimately, if you can start to say this to yourself in your own voice, it makes sense that I feel the way I feel and explain why. Go back to all those weird childhood hurts and unusual feelings you've had and connect all those dots and, and say to yourself, gosh, I do get it. I do. When I really think about the whole thing, big picture, yeah, it makes sense. If you can start saying that to yourself and start to really validate some of this pain that's been bottled up for so long, you might finally start to feel some of it get released. I certainly hope that you do. And as always, if this doesn't work for you, tell me in the comments and I'll try something different. I'd also love to hear from you if it does work. Either way, just let me know. I'll see you next time. Take care.